0: Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And joining me today is Heather Alice Shea, CEO and founder of Atmana Academy. Heather trains and certifies emerging intuitive life coaches into purpose-first, profit-next practices that thrive. Now, today we're discussing the power of intuition, the five ingredients of magnetic 60-second promo pitches, creating systems that increase productivity and freedom and the shift to intuitive coaching versus traditional coaching
1: Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. It is amazing to be here. I love your podcast and how you are just all about helping people step up and do their work in the world in a way that actually works for them. That's my big takeaway. As I listen to your podcast, it's helped me be so much more on point and productive in my business. So it's fantastic to be here.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you so much for your amazing compliment. That is Mm -hmm. excellent. I wasn't expecting that. That's great. Yeah. Yes. But you know what? I am so excited to talk about this topic because it's so rare. Mm -hmm. It's so rare yet so needed. So this discussion is just raring right now. I'm excited Mm -hmm. to get into it. So let's just jump right into it because so many of us are familiar with intuition, but we're not real sure about, is it true? Does it work? All of that. Yeah. So what actually is intuition? And what does science say about it?
1: Yeah, so those are fantastic questions. And a big reason why I'm so passionate about being an intuition educator is that we are really standing at an interesting time, I think, in our modern world where science is really catching up with what our uh, forefathers and foremothers understood about the inner technology of intuition. And I like to call it an inner technology, because that is exactly what it is. And you know how when you were a kid, people would say, Oh, you've got a sixth sense, use your spidey senses. And you were just the thought of having this extra ability was always so fascinating to me as a child. And we traditionally think of intuition as this metaphorical sixth sense. But what we now know through the scientific literature is that we actually in fact, do have a literal sixth sense. This is akin to finding out you have another nose or something, right? <laughs> like truly <laughs> really having another physical organ that we understands ascends And receives intuitive information. And you're going to probably hear me use the word energetic information too, because it's basically the same thing when you really study it. And what we now know about intuition is that it is a real skill, it is an inner technology or an inner skill that all human beings possess a big myth about intuition is that, oh, some people are intuitive, or I'm not one of those people. No, we actually all are intuitive, every human being, just like we're born with a baseline ability to acquire and learn a language. We are all uh, born with this ability to understand the energetic language. And I always refer to intuition as being the first language a human being ever speaks, because that's what The research shows intuition is actually our sixth sense is a pathway between our heart to our brain. So our heart, if we were to say, which organ is it that, you know, sends and receives intuitive information, it is actually our heart, the most intelligent part of our system. I always say in a shootout, the heart wins, right? The brain is, uh, we live in a very cognitive-based world. We tend to think that it's all about the brain, but what we now know is that the heart is infinitely more intelligent and has the ability to understand things about yourself, others in the world, before they even happen, right? Before they even happen, your intuitive abilities, your intuitive sense can quite literally scan the future. And when you really stop and think about that concept in business, it's pretty, pretty profound because what most serially successful entrepreneurs report, how did you make it right? How did you get here? They all say, I went with my gut. Mm. I went with my heart, Steve Jobs was really big into intuition. Like I follow your heart. it somehow always knows where you need to go. He was always, that's a a quote or a paraphrase from him. I just think it is such a relevant skill for business owners in the world now where we have so much information so much data thrown at us, so many decisions to make, we're just, we just need new tools for new times. And I think that the intuitive lifestyle and cultivating this ability is an ancient answer to the new way that we are living in the 21st century.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. This just gets better and better. Mm -hmm. So as entrepreneurs, how can we actually put this whole intuition uh, knowledge to work for us as entrepreneurs.
1: So I think that what, if I were to sum up like the, the functionality of intuition, right? What does it actually buy you in a practical, from a practical perspective as a business owner, what it really buys you. If you commit to understanding that your intuition is an accurate, reliable data gathering tool and data analyzing tool, Mm -hmm. if you commit to that, you'll notice a couple of things in your business. The first is you are going to start radically trusting yourself. And we know as entrepreneurs that we cannot, we're visionaries, right? We're out in the world, we're creating things that don't exist yet, or we are innovating on ideas that currently do exist, but maybe need to be tweaked or changed to help others in a more profound way. Oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we are out there and people don't understand our vision or don't get it right. That's we're, in the business, where we have businesses precisely because of that. And so the first thing that intuition does for you as an entrepreneur or business owner is it helps you make faster, more accurate decisions in your life that help you get to your goals in a more streamlined way. It has the ability beyond your cognitive self to do that. And the research talks about two abilities that entrepreneurs who self-report as intuitive, who are wildly successful in business, it's called sustained passionate intention and sustained passionate attention. So intuitive entrepreneurs have the ability to quite literally look at the field of play, right? All of the opportunities and decisions. Should I hire this person or not? Should I invest in this or should I not? Should I go with this line of business or should I go with the other line of business? Should I bring a new product to market or not? all of these decisions we have to make, if we learn how to let our intuition inform that decision making process in concert with traditional left brain, logical thinking styles, we really that's when we're, as we say down here in the South cooking with gas, right? You leverage who you are, you bring your whole self to the table. And you really start to develop radical self confidence and trust because you're right fa- faster you're making better decisions and you're doing it more quickly and you're able to really get that exponential growth because you're in alignment and you're I always say are you ready to start doing business with your whole self at the table right it's like those relay races we used to run where you'd have to um, tie your legs together and hop like oh no. yeah so that's what it does it really it quite literally unlocks this other part of yourself that we just haven't been taught to value understand or utilize i couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine uh, running atmana without using my intuition i couldn't imagine waking up every day forcing myself to try to think through logically every problem we just don't have time to do it anymore the world is moving too quickly decision-making.
0: Yeah. Yes. So you have a wonderful solution and I know at, at Mana, you put together an amazing coaching solution. One of the things as entrepreneurs that I'd love to know is that you have a five ingredient magnetic 60 second promo pitch. Can you go deeper into that?
1: Yeah, this is what I see entrepreneurs doing. If you're an entrepreneur who are starting out, or you're trying to figure out what your messaging is, and you're really trying to be visible to be seen and heard in the world, what I notice coaches doing is they're trying to, they're trying to like, figure out what it is they need to say so that people understand them. That's the approach, right? What is it that I need to say so that you other person understand me? And I That is perfectly valid, right? Because you do need to figure out what you need to say in order for people to understand you. But I think a a much more intuitive approach is to sit down and ask yourself, who am I? Mm -hmm. Who do I want to be in the world? What are the problems that I want to dedicate my life to solving? What am I passionate about? And then how can I meet the market in that space. So in other words, it's from inside out, it's letting your passion and letting your own soul's purpose and letting what it is that you feel called to do, but that, that you deeply resonate with first, you do that first. And that's where the power is. That's in other words, what is in your heart, right? right? What, and if you will speak from that place, you will find that people will hear you. Because the world, I tell you what, the world needs more people who are passionate about what they're doing in the world. The world doesn't need more rich people. It needs more passionate, purpose-filled people. And let me tell you right now, I'm all about making money. Don't get me wrong. I love making money. It's one of my favorite things to do. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. I love it all day long. I have, I am in a massive love affair with making money right now. And, And- it doesn't mean anything to me mm-hmm. if I'm not walking in my purpose and living an a, a service to others based lifestyle or, or running a service to others business and I think a lot of entrepreneurs are in business precisely because that is why right. they feel inspired to bring their work forward and so what I want the the five steps that I just ran through there quickly is how that why that it becomes magnetic basically it gives you a magnetic, message in uh, Atmano, we call it your lighthouse message. You can be the tugboat or you can be the lighthouse. You can get down there in the Harbor and stress yourself out and huff and puff and trying to pull all these ships into Harbor, the the ships, of course, being your potential clients who may or may not want to work with you. They might not even be right for you, or you can stand on that shore and you can shine like the queen or king um, in your message to the world. So again, it's that intuitive approach. It's let's start from the inside out and give ourselves permission to be about our purpose as we move through life and business.
0: Okay. Now Heather, let's cheat on this. Let's do one. Sure. Let's let's do a 60-second promo pitch. Let's just come up with I don't know, you since I'm putting you on the spot, let's I'll let you pick the
1: Yeah. And I'll say this from a practical perspective from that 60 second promo pitch, as long as it's aligned and it feels good to you, it's going to be great. I think that's another thing we don't want to get, make the um, make the means the end, right? Right. Like I think a really, I think something that comes from the heart is going to hit no matter how we present it. But with that being said, you're like, dang dude, we, you do need to lock it up. The first is people need to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. They need to understand what you do they need to know who they, who you do it for so they can identify with you and they need to know how you do it. And then, and then why you do it. Right. So those are basically the five things, but you don't have to do them in order because it's more just like you just roll it off the cuff. Right. So when I teach this, my clients will be like, okay, I got who I am. Hi, I'm Heather Shea. Who do I do it for next? <laughs> okay. Emerging intuitive coaches. <laughs> okay. What do I train and certify coaches into purposeful and profitable practices that thrive. And why do I do it? Because I believe the world needs more healers in the world. How do I do it through my 12 month coaching program? So it's, yeah, you can see it like that, but I really want to encourage people to just like riff it, just riff it. Because if you riff it, you hit the five, but let yourself flow it naturally and it'll all feel good and sound good to the people listening to it.
0: Yes. I love it. I love it. And I love all the energy you just had when you did it too. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Okay. So you know what? It's so amazing because we, as we, we're all in business again, we're not doing this just because we love it, but we are doing it because it also can pay some bills and, and we can have fun doing it you know, too. Yeah. So one of the things that you recently discussed on your podcast are the three motivations, but I'd like to put those three motivations into a sales cycle as far as how we as entrepreneurs can use that pain, the pleasure and purpose that you discuss. how we can use that in a way that's not, that's not cheesy or not that comes up, but sure. but we connect with our audience in a way that they can feel it most.
1: That's beautiful. And I really do think those three, it's pain, pleasure, and purpose. It's a trifecta. I think it's a brilliant marketing strategy, sales technique that closes like you read about. We close, like our sales team and myself, and I have an 80% close rate. Mm. It's incredible. Like it's, and I think it's because I hit on all three of these. So I think it's great sales. It's great. It's great marketing, but it's also just an effortless or, or a more effortless way of running your business and also helping your clients understand that you understand them. And so I'll run through them really quick. So pain is as you're prospecting or looking at the clientele that you are working with, one of the greatest gifts that you can give a client is to help them understand that you understand how they're suffering. Mm -hmm. As entrepreneurs, we're in the problem solving business. That's what we do. I don't care if you're selling widgets or if you're an intuitive coach, You're you're helping people solve problems that they don't want, that they want to give you money because you are going to solve it faster than they can with less pain than they can otherwise solve on their own. They want a quicker solution faster without having to learn all the things in order to solve it. So if you can speak and understand a person's pain, if you can understand how they are suffering and reflect that to them, let them know that you understand This is way more than just like, I used to be there too, but now I'm not help you. (laughs) That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you understand why it hurts them how it hurts them. Deeply get it. And you don't have to experience everything your clients have been through to have that level of empathy. Pain, how are your clients or the people that that, you're, that you are, are going to purchase your services or your products? What is motivating? Them? What do they want to get away from? On my podcast, I talked about how the research on this is wild. It's like marketing research, but they did it on organisms, a single-celled amoeba sitting in a Petri dish. If you drop a Drop of bleach in the petri dish, it will literally move away from the bleach. Mm-hmm. And if you drop a piece of content in their food, basically like amoeba food in the petri dish, it will move toward the food. Mm-hmm. So even single celled organisms are smart enough to move away from pain and toward pleasure. And so if you can help a client make salient to them what their pain is, let me tell you what, they're going to be motivated to, to purchase with you. And the second is pleasure. What do your clients want to move toward? Do you understand their hopes? Do you understand their dreams? Do you understand your own hopes and dreams? So everything I'm saying here, it applies to your clients, but it also applies to us in business. I think we're getting there, right? It's better to motivate from pleasure. Who wants to live a life completely motivated by pain? That is a torturous life. Of course, we don't want that. So it's much better to allow pleasure to be a motivator. What are my hopes? What are my dreams? What is it that your client, that they're happy ending, what they want their life to look like. Being able to communicate that deeply is, is very powerful. But I think that there's a third motivator that the research actually doesn't talk about that I thus saith Heather L. Shea, if I may be so like bold to say it, I think purpose is a, a far better motivator. I think if you can help a person deeply tap. And again, I don't care if you could be selling socks and this applies, if you can help move a person more cl- closely in contact with the truth of who they are and why they're on this planet and help them understand that they matter Mm -hmm. and that their life matters and that their presence matters and that what they do with their life matters and their voice matters. Everybody wants to be seen and heard, right? right? If you can help your client understand that they do have a reason for existing and that you see them, and that motivating them from that purpose based place, I'm telling you, not only will they become customers, they will become customers for life, and they will bring every friend they have with them is the money maker. We in Atmana, we just had to roll out at client request a two ambassador programs because people were referring their friends into the program, like bringing a friend. And it's, you know, not cheap to, to coach, to train with us. It's not astronomical, but it's not, it's, it's, right. it's an, investment. an investment. And that's because our clients are in their purpose yes. and it's, it's contagious. When you are in your purpose, it is contagious. You are magnetic. And so I think we have an opportunity to, to encourage
0: our clients to feel that within themselves. That is beautiful. Oh my goodness. And that is motivating. And we are actually going to be discussing how, if anyone is interested, how to get a little bit deeper knowledge into Admana. But first let's get a little bit deeper into this intuitive voice and ego voice. How do we know what is, what are they? <laughs> what is the difference?
1: Yeah. So that's a great question because a big obstacle, I think that people have to trusting their own inner voice and intuition is just like, you can think of it like the little voice in your head. That's trying to guide you. A great way to think about your ego versus intuition is like the little devil on your shoulder and the right? little angel <laughs> on your shoulder. Yeah. So of course we all want to listen to the angel, right? We all want to be led by our higher nature, not our lower nature. That's a huge question I get. How do I know I'm not listening the little devil and and not the angel. And how do I get the right answer? So people tend to focus on, Oh, what's the answer? What's the answer? And what I say is no, what we should do is focus on to which voice within ourselves are we attending? Who is it that you're listening to? And so the intuitive voice, right? Or our higher nature, we could conceptualize it that way is has eight distinct qualities that are diametrically opposed to the ego voice. And I won't go over all eight, but I'll give you a couple. The first is this. So here's how to think about this. Your intuition is going to be solution focused. Mm. Your ego self is typically problem focused. If you are trying to come up with an answer or you're trying to make a decision and you notice that it's pro- the part of you that you're listening to, Like, and, and by listening to, I just mean listening to the inner monologue in your head. right? Right. Like you're sitting with yourself. You're being mindful about what you're saying to yourself. If that is problem focused, if that's negative, that's not your intuition. That is your ego self, your small self, the fear-based self. Your intuitive self is very solution focused. It's very, okay, yes, there's this issue or this decision. What are some possible solutions? It's very like brainstormy. It wants to Mm -hmm. grab a pen and come up with a lot of different ideas. So that's how you can know that you're operating within your intuition, which leads me to my second one, which is your intuition is very curious, your intuitive self. It's very open and it likes to be curious about what's coming up. Your ego is going to instantly go into fear. So if you find yourself in fear, like if you're in fear, a great way to get out of that is to go, huh? Well, instead of being scared or triggered or afraid by this, Let me get curious. I wonder what else it could be. I wonder what else I could do, right? Again, back to that. Let me find, let me stop thinking of this as a bad thing. And let me just get into this open, curious space where I could find really interesting, creative solutions that I otherwise wouldn't be open to because I'm not operating, because I'm operating out of that, kind of the fear-based self. And then another beautiful characteristic of your intuitive voice is that it's very peaceful and it's very still. It's very still. It never beats you up. It never says mean things to you. It doesn't criticize you. It doesn't criticize other people. It's very loving. It's very peaceful. It doesn't force itself on you. It's not an inner the inner dictator. It's not, it's very calm and still and steady and respectful of you and other people. It gives everybody the benefit of the doubt, yourself included. Contrasting this with the, the, e- the ego voice is filled with anxiety. It needs to go. It wants to talk all the time. It doesn't really care about how it's just, it's I know all the answers and I'm the one that's right. And this is what you need to do. And you're stupid if you don't. And that person's an idiot. And I can't believe that's kind of the ego self. Nobody likes that. Right? Yeah, nobody likes yeah. that. Nobody likes that at all. So if you ever catch yourself beating yourself up, That's no, it's let's go to that part of ourself that wants to be kind and loving and solution focused and curious about life.
0: Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, everybody's going to want to know how, what is the difference? Because this type of coaching sounds totally different. So, what is the difference? in intuitive coaching and traditional coaching?
1: Yeah. So I think I'll tell you a quick story. I went to graduate school. I have a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. I laugh every time I tell the story. (laughs) It it was like relieving and it pissed me off at the same time. So I've been coaching in my private practice. I founded my company in 2014. I went to graduate school in 2017 because I realized, man, I I just really want to uplevel my skills so I can be like the best coach trainer in the world. So I enrolled in graduate school and I was like, I cannot wait to learn like all of the secrets of like, the masters. So I'm going to study like all of the greats, Carl Jung and uh, Carl Rogers and Karen Horneye and Anna Freud and Sigmund Freud. Just, I was like, yes. So I get in there. I'm so excited. And I get into my practicum of my internship and I had a client who had been raped. And it was really brutal. And I was—I had so much countertransference with this client. I loved her so much. I was just personally invested in her in a way that really is inappropriate, right, in mm-hmm. the clinical setting. And so, I, I, of course, I go to my supervisor and I say, look, I fear that I am not able to help this beautiful soul in the way she deserves. And I care about her so much. I'm asking you to take her off my caseload because I don't think that I can handle this. I am so angered and triggered by what has happened to her. I myself am a survivor of um, childhood sexual abuse. So I was very triggered by her story. It was really hard for me. And it was like being faced with my own stuff again, which is classic counter-transference. So my supervisor did the bravest thing she could ever do. She looked me in the face and she said, yes, you can. Yes, you can, Uh you march your butt back in that room and you give her the best that you've got. And I said, I can't, I don't have the skill. You don't understand. I don't have the skill. And she looked at me and she said, Heather, go with your gut, just use your intuition and you will know what to say when go with your gut. And I, it floored me. I said, wait a minute. You're telling me Mm -hmm. that I had to go back to graduate school and be $40,000 in debt. Right. to have you PhDs tell me to do the one thing I've been doing this whole time, which is just, that's you guys' big secret. Is, she goes, yep, that's it. Yes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I tell that story to say, here's the number one way that intuitive coaching is different from traditional coaching. And that is this. Instead of waiting until it all falls apart and all else fails to use the first and most powerful skill that you have, which is your own inner knowing of the truth in that moment as you connect to another living soul in an effort to help them elevate their lives. You go with the thing that's going to work the best first, not last. So as intuitive coaches, we just use our intuition first. We recognize it as a powerful skill and we have training, specific training, right? Research supported training methodologies to develop our intuitive skill and also apply intuition as a formal coaching skill in session. And we recognize it as being a primary skill, not something we do when when it all falls apart or when we're in a pickle. so that's the big difference.
0: Wow. that was an amazing story. And yeah. I am very familiar with counter transparency. i am I'm very familiar with that, and I've done that so long where people have shared things with me, and I take it on and put it on my shoulders and carry that burden when mm-hmm. that's just not the right approach to take, but I love your solution. I love the go with your gut. And, I, and I'm sure so many of us can relate with just really sympathizing and empathizing with our audience. And in, in a sense that you really, cause you've been there or maybe you weren't there, but you can just feel or hear their passion and it puts you in that place and you really want to help them. But the best way through what you're saying is to use your gut and help them and, and your senses will give you the answers. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. But- yeah. And I, I think a lot of people have a hard time trusting that because we're not taught. We just think that it's willy nilly. You're just making mm-hmm. things up. No, you're not. We know that it, as you trust your intuition, it actually is quite literally the fastest way to find what is really coming up with a client or with someone you're working with, you'd be shocked at how accurate it is. So mm-hmm. it's really a, a fantastic tool to use. And, it, and we're going to get it wrong sometimes, just like mm-hmm. we do with everything else. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I love it. I, I, think it's, I think it is the cure that ails a lot
0: of what is going on
1: in life right now.
0: Yes, yes, and if we just stop overthinking and allow it to work, it will work. In a quick story, it's so funny. I used to get these amazing jobs. I was in my early 20s and I was getting jobs that, you would have to have upper level degrees. And I did not have a degree yet. I was actually still in school and I was getting these amazing jobs, taking these amazing trips, making very good money, very good money. And nobody could understand how I was landing these jobs. And I, it was almost to a point to where I was like, what am I doing in these interviews? And honestly, looking back, I obviously was using my intuition and I was making those connections and then we're making the offers and it just came to a point to where I started teaching other people how to interview. And it just Mm. wasn't even on purpose. It just happened. And I just taught them how to interview in an interview to get the job that they wanted, even if they didn't have the full amount or the full set of skills that were required, they knew how to use their intuition in order to make it happen. And I had no idea Until right now, during this conversation, that's what that was. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I love that story. Yes.
1: That is a perfect example, a real world example of what I'm talking about. It's you're just in your flow doing your thing and everybody's, what is that Brittany girl up to? Like, how is she killing it over there? And it's because you're doing your thing. You're trusting yourself and you're moving forward without all the self-doubt and the, am I doing this? It's no, I'm just going to, I'm going to go do it. Yes. And that's exactly what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. I love that. Yes. Okay. So our audience always wants to know how you do it all. You have how to create systems that increase productivity and freedom. How, what are your productivity secrets?
1: Oh my gosh, I've been stalking your website. I was like, hey, team, go take this (laughs) quiz. Like, your quiz is so great. I I was like, I don't know whether I want to laugh or cry because with with each one. one, I think my biggest productivity tip is focus, Mm. focus, wake up Mm. and ask yourself, what do I need to get done today? I really do. I think it's about forcing yourself. Because focus isn't something that comes natural, right? Our mind just wants to be like squirrel, shiny things, cake (laughs) pop, cake (laughs) pop. It's, and for me, it's, yeah, it's just all the things, particularly as visionaries, we're quite literally, our brains are geared to hold multiple ideas at once and be divergent thinking. So I think focus, if you can train yourself how to focus, you will be able to become more productive and put in systems that are streamlined because you're holding the bottom line of what you're trying to create in your mind and then letting the details fill in as they go. So I, I think just being able to be radically focused on what it is you, you want to see created in the world is the biggest productivity hack I've
0: used in my own business. And it, it definitely works. Well, that's great to hear. Especially if you related to those questions on the quiz, on the quiz, I, because believe me, I've been every one of those. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm still, I, Hey man, I'm still many of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you know what? That's what's beautiful. It's a journey. It's yes. a journey. And I think that's one thing that we do is that we're so hard on ourselves because we feel like, Hey, I'm all about productivity. I'm all about organization. I'm all about these things, but we act like we can't have that chaos going on, but that doesn't mean that we can't stop it and fix it. That's the beauty of it all. It's a journey. And right now, it's so funny you brought up the website. Right now I'm having a horrible time with my website. I've had to go through different, few different developers and we've had the worst time dealing with things with that but here it is. It's a journey. So we can see it. I see things like a roller coaster. We see it like a roller coaster. Like you've got that part where you're working up and you're like, you've got, you're a little scared and you're, and it's jacked all up. It's all happening wrong for you. Cause you're like, Oh, my stomach is in knots. And then you go down and you're enjoying the whole thing, but at the same time you're scared, but you're enjoying it all. And it's just like the beauty of the whole journey of life and staying present. And in that moment, and now All of us guys, we know to use our intuition when things start feeling like, oh, I don't know, just be calm Mm -hmm. still, and be chill. And if you feel like you need some help in using that intuition, make sure that you look at the link that's going to be included inside of the show notes for Atmana, because you can go and you can find your coaching or you can become a coach. But before we get there, we find out exactly where to reach you, to reach out, to contact you. We need to get a little bit more from you, Heather. (laughs) Awesome. I'm in. This is our mentoring moment segment. And I am so glad to invite you here because I am just loving this conversation. So this is when we go in a little bit deeper and we're going to ask for some, just some wisdom from you. So if you can speak one word today, what word would you say and why?
1: rise, rise. Now is your time rise. Whatever it is you got on your heart and mind rise, stand up, be seen, be heard rise. Now's the time. That's what I would say. No matter what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you see that you see how quick she said that there was no editing. She just boom. She's that -hmm. was her intuition at work. And if you guys want to see how to work your intuition, Just like Heather just did and just give a powerful answer. That was so powerful. And I want you guys to feel that and know that all you do have to do is rise no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, rise above that moment and move toward the next step. Just don't look at the the Mm -hmm. whole flight of stairs, just the next step. Just the next step with that being said, I know our audience is going to want to connect with you. They're going to want to know how they can get in touch with you in the most friendly way. And I say that because of course we are all over the place, but where can they really get in touch with you? And I'll have everything listed in the show notes but just share your favorite places now.
1: Yeah, so there are two main places. The first and really the best is our Facebook group. We have a free Facebook group called the Atmana Intuitive Coach Collective. And you can think of it like truly a free membership training site. We host four lives every week in there. We do free coaching. We do free intuitive sessions. It really is our big give to help aspiring intuitive coaches around the world get the community and the uh, mentorship that they need to get their practices off off the ground in the way that works for them. I really do say you can pay for a $30 membership or a $50 membership somewhere, or you can just come here and get training from literally the best intuitive coaches in the world who can help you get there. And it's all free. There's no, it's just, Hey, come hang out. So the Facebook group, at the Atmana Intuitive Coach Collective, and then Instagram at Atmana Academy. We love Instagram. So I'm, I'm falling in love with it. Finally. Instagram is a, a great place too.
0: Okay. Great. It's so wonderful, Heather, to have you on. You guys make sure that you click through the links that I will have listed in the show notes. So you can just go straight there and you can- get some of this yummy goodness that Heather is talking about. Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you, Brittany. It was awesome
0: to be here as always. Thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to rate this backslash total fit boss chick. You're listening to the total fit boss chick podcast. Bye for now.